Good evening, ladies and gents, kings, queens, things, everyone, and everybody in between. I am doing double duty this week. Uh, double, double toil and trouble, cauldron burn and liquids bubble. I am the reporter sitting down with Zoe 101 to get the 411, as well as the hardworking PR person reaching out to Drake on behalf of Frank's Hot Sauce, Lee from the D. <laughs> I'm, I'm Principal Ava from Abbott Elementary. Nigga, I, <laughs> I had to turn the TV off because I was like, I can't keep looking over. Awesome. It is so good. Awesome. I haven't watched it. I plan to. Oh, it's it'd be we can talk about it later, but it'd be too close to home for me. I got like, oh no, it's bringing up some memories. Um, that made me laugh. I didn't forget who I was gonna say I was. <laughs> <laughs> but better known as Aaron, currently in NYC, formerly of the D. Damn, who was I gonna say? I don't forget because that shit was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I really forgot. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Damn, it was right there, and it was gonna be funny too. <laughs> Fuck it, it's over now. The joke is past. It's over. I'm nobody. I don't exist. Okay. <laughs> joke got ruined. God damn it! Uh, uh, but this is black like us. <laughs> yeah, this is blacks like us, and unfortunately, some of these Negroes we're going to we're going to talk about are not blacks like us. <laughs> no, they're not. But let's start in the beginning. Let's just start with everybody who died in the last week, so we can get oh, the fashion out early. Oh, so my. it was Sidney Poitier, Bob Saget. Um, the I just saw one of the members of Parliament died. Like I just oh saw my God. an hour ago. I can't Damn. remember which one it was because literally just saw it. Uh, I'm trying to find which one it was because I just saw it an hour ago. Fred Durst died. Shut up. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, it was, it was Robert Durst, but everybody it was it was Fred. <laughs> so Fred Durst was randomly trending. They keep saying he died. They definitely did. It's like, no, he wasn't him. Uh, I saw it's like Fred Durst died. It was like, oh, duh. I saw it too. And I was like, wait, what? Like it Oh, um, actually Michael Lang died. Yes. Who is that? He was one of the co-creators of Woodstock, and we were just talking about Woodstock last week. We literally week just talked Rewind. about him, and he died like two days after the episode came out. Maybe we're cursed. I mean, you know, um, it works I... for Brandy. Shit. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing what you're this. Can we, can we discuss my favorite, my personal favorite Sydney Poitier story, and why he may not be seen in heaven at this moment? Calvin Simon. That's who it was. Wait, why won't... Okay, hold up. <laughs> what did Mr. Poitier do? Way back in the day. We'll say like early 1960s or so. Um, he was married to who he's married to now. Um, he's been married to the same white woman for uh, 60 years at this yeah, point. Yeah, I was like, quite a while. Yeah. Um, but he was having an affair with Diane Carroll. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Also married 
And they made a little, you know, they first of all, their affair was going on for nine years. I consider that to be a situationship. Like exactly. Like, that's, that's an entanglement. Affair. If if we retroactively apply that label, and I'm just thinking, like, could I be in a situation for nine years? I don't know who, but she was waiting patiently for that man to divorce his wife. And they made they he made a vow They said, I will divorce my wife. If you divorce your husband, then we can go live happily ever after. So she divorced her husband, right? But did you think he divorced his wife? Nope. nope. Hell no. We've seen that white woman everywhere since. And she, so, you know, Diane Carroll has talked about this before she died. She yeah. Wrote, she wrote her autobiography. Cicely Tyson also discussed this before she died and put it in her autobiography. But the thing Cicely Tyson said that I don't think Diane said was, I'm not sure if, if, if Diane ever got over it all this time. No, yeah. she didn't. So that's why when people are just like, oh, Sydney Fortier, you know, actor, first black dude, I was just like, <laughs> you like actor, <laughs> Oscar winner, ho. <laughs> right. Right. No, she always, Diane Carroll always, anytime he came up, the way she talked about him, like you could just kind of see and feel that there was a deeper relationship there yeah like she always spoke like she always spoke highly of him but it was like this glow it of was it very loving her. it was a very loving way to speak yeah of it was like this like very fun like when they got away kind of vibe to it yeah yeah also a, a legend and well we'll save that because um, part of my no because there's somebody else james oh it's escaping me oof Come on, yeah, y'all know who I'm talking about. Duke, Shut St. Up. James, the musician who oh, Schmidt, girl, I don't know. No, James and Tume. Yeah. Oh, yes. okay. He, that's who it was. I don't know why that name was escaping me, but it definitely was. So okay, yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty. Let me tell you something. That already coming in acting a fucking fool, right? <laughs> 22 is just like oh, like leaving corpses in her wake with no care or this, concern for anybody. This, all this, 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 all this shit happened since we last recorded. Like, yeah, this, this is only 11 days in. A week. It ain't yeah. even days. It's been like seven. This My happens. God. This is the beginning of every year, though. It's got to be that first purge where the first yeah. wave <laughs> yes, the first wave of old niggas got to get out the paint and then it's like well, maybe it's, it's like the first quarter for the grim reaper like who knows he's got shit to catch up on it's gonna be quiet for a while you know a couple of b-list people we're gonna lose here and there and then like summertime roll around it's gonna be one person that you you never thought was going to expect and then a couple more towards the end of the year and then it's gonna start back up again like who's gonna yeah. like, who, like who gonna die this summer <laughs> Yo, Roland Ray. Speaking of people no. who may possibly die, hey, that's horrible. But Roland Ray is in the hospital with COVID. Yeah. So Ooh. is DJ K Slay. I don't know. Her. I don't know her. Uh, you don't know K Slay? I don't think so. Mm. I don't know people by name anymore. I just I don't invest that much into it. I just say, oh, you. That's the thing, Case Lane around our whole I gotta see your face. Right? And I don't you wouldn't know you know Case Lane. You just might not know the name, but you know Yeah. No, that's what it always is. Like if I see a face, I'm like, oh yeah, that one. Because literally whole ass life. Like 
Yeah. When Adele first came out for months, months, she was the rolling in the deep girl. I was like, yeah, the rolling in deep girl. It's like her name. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So all that is happening. We want everybody to get well and rest in peace or fire and brimstone. I don't know, whatever you deserve. Everybody get what they deserve. (laughs) That's what I always say because I don't know your life. Like, it's just, meh. Everybody get what they deserve. (laughs) Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Because the thing is, it's like, we talk about these celebrities, we really don't know their life. They could be terrible fucking people. We just know that we know. I wish everybody get what they deserve to get. That's what I asked for. (laughs) Okay. I mean, you may deserve... (laughs) flowers and angels you may deserve to be kicked in your nuts repeatedly i don't fucking know i don't know your life i think you know some people like i think it's anybody i think he might be on like a probationary period you know like, <laughs> he got one <laughs> you think he had purgatory this nigga no, got he... one wing they gave him one not two it was like it all gods go to heaven when they wouldn't let him all the not way doing this no <laughs> no he had to go guide that little boy to safety first. Jesus. <laughs> you know that's t- you know that movie pissed off so many Christians. Oh, I, I just distinctly remember them I telling kids that movie dogs like don't get ago. to go to heaven. Like, no, dogs don't go to heaven. I don't want to go watch it because I haven't watched that movie. In a I was watching time. it a couple Not days good. ago because my kids like it. So I was a few days ago and you know you know one of my favorite aunties i did not know it all this time but i guess that's why i like the movie melvin moore does the voice of that she singer does. i mean no, she, a, does. Yes, she, yes, does. she does yes she does really <laughs> okay yeah. work because i was watching that and i was watching oliver and company which is another one people people forget God. about it's great it is amazing <laughs> jesus okay i like the movies about homeless animals <laughs> <laughs> the street cats are fun also this is where you draw the line it's like but appliances no god not at all no we don't in. we don't fuck with the little toaster that could <laughs> the brave it's the brave little toaster the brave little toaster, the little toaster. <laughs> we don't fuck with that i've never seen that my cousins love that movie and it was just something like i like, love that movie you know me i was like the brave little toaster got on my damn nerves <laughs> But also, Oliver and Company was hella racist. Hella racist. Because that's where that Siamese cat song comes from. Yeah, we are Siamese. We are Siamese if you want. That's Lady in the Trap. Where'd that come from? Oh, right. That is Lady in the Trap. Yes, that is Lady in the Trap, which is also hella hella racist. And my kids also like that one because they have Lady in the Tramp pajamas. My kids are weird. When I was a kid, my understanding of the word tramp was very different. Um, I watched a lot of Lifetime, right? I was like, is this? So I remember watching that show and I was like, so is she a slut or what? Because I'm confused. No, same here. Because I was like, clearly the black meaning and the real meaning are very different. (laughs) No, not even that. It's just the adult meaning. You know what I mean? Like, Like I said, I was watching a lot of Lifetime as a child. So I was like, tramp. Oh, she's a slut. I only only knew what is that meaning. Oh, he he was the tramp. Excuse me. I wasn't even watching a lot of Lifetime, but my grandma used to call people that because. Oh yeah. Oh, my grandma. So I always knew it to be like sexually promiscuous woman or man. 
because she applied it very liberally. But I never knew it in the way that they did it in the movie. It was weird. Yeah, it had to be explained to me. And I re- I distinctly remember like my mother just kind of laughing about it. It's like, no. <laughs> so, uh, that poor woman. One last thing I'm going to talk about and I'm only going to talk about this here is because this is my fucking platform and I can give all the hot takes I want is um, that fire set up in the Bronx that killed all those people. Yeah, so what, I only read just a quick blip about okay. it. Honestly, I was pooping and I had to go. So I only got a chance to read <laughs> a little bit I don't think that a lot of people listening to us wanted to know that, but here we go. Oh, please, everybody shits. <laughs> They do, but they also don't. Some people do it for money. Hell. Anyway, so the official report is the fire in the Bronx was started by a space heater. And the injuries slash deaths that occurred were because of a malfunctioning door. Right? Okay. And I was listening to NPR earlier and they were like, but if you need a space heater, that means there's a malfunctioning problem, malfunctioning heat problem. Like, no, that's not what that means. That means that any building in New York that you don't control your own heat and they only have to set that shit to 65 at night in the winter, that means you're fucking cold. It's, yeah. That means that these laws need to be changed because 65 in the foot when it's 18 degrees outside is fucking cold. Yeah. I have space heaters in my house. It's I think I hate to say cold. it. I think a majority of people actually have like some form of a space. Now, heater. granted, Everybody I buy new it. ones every couple years because I don't want them to get too old so they don't malfunction. But everybody don't can't do that. Like you know. Also, everybody like it's the thing of oh, it's it's been working all of this time. Like you don't right. everybody don't to think buy a new one because the one you have is working fine. Yeah, and I was gonna say don't space heaters nowadays. Like if they tip over, they shut yeah. Off. There's a release. They on shut the off, yeah. Because all of the two that I have do, but it depends on how old the space heater was. Because some people have like ones from like the early '90s, and they like, well, it still works. Like it's no shade. Yeah, my parents say, used to have one. I think my mom just got rid of one that I, I have seen when yeah. I was a child. Like my grandma, I hate to say before I was. That was like y'all had this thing my whole ass life. Like it's there is a period in time. Um, my dad had a kerosene heater in the basement. Yeah, my grandparents too. Like the one I'm talking about came from Montgomery Ward, and that started out even nigga Montgomery (laughs) Ward. Montgomery Ward. I'll never forget because it's never been a time in my life where I have not seen that space heater, and yet every winter we brought that motherfucker out. Oh my god! This is another one of those things that about ten people are gonna understand, and everybody's gonna be like, "What the fuck are y'all talking about?" (laughs) But the reason why this fire is given setup, right? So. That part of the Bronx is the part they're trying to gentrify. Mm. Also, too, there was a company that took a loan out on this property like a month ago. And really? What, yeah. 
And one of the owners of this company is also in the mayor's housing, like on the, the new mayor's housing board. And this new mayor is trash, as we have talked about. We talked about this nigga with his low-income niggas need everything out of sale because these low-income niggas too dumb to go work in offices. Did we talk about that? Maybe? I no. thought we did. I don't know. But I don't know. It's given arson. It's given setup to me. I'm, I'm very convinced that somebody that this was not that space heater. Somebody set this motherfucker on fire. They've done that shit in the Bronx before. I, it's I could see it. If it was an empty building, yes. Um, but they, I don't see the putting first time, people at the possibility. But of this is the thing. It was a low-income building. What I think happened is they didn't expect for that door to be malfunctioning. See, it was and a, that... It was a low-income building almost everybody in this building was an immigrant. Like, this is one of those landing pad buildings for, like, Guyanese people, I believe. Mm -hmm. So almost everybody in this building is, is an immigrant, right? So it's like... They were from, from Gambia. Okay, Gambia. that was. It was I, didn't even know we, I didn't know we had Gambians here. Oh, I, mean, I did. I knew. <laughs> yeah, I got everybody there. But Carmen San Diego was there. But it's because I be in the Bronx. That's why I knew. But it's like... But it's... If you think about it like this, right? If you got a building that's almost all immigrants, at least 30% of them gonna be here illegally. Just by the numbers, especially when you get into immigrants of color, at least 30% of them are gonna be here illegally. Then you, so you take them people out. They're not gonna sue. They're not gonna say shit because they can't draw attention to themselves. Then it's low income. So it's either now you're dealing with the ones that's left either don't know they can sue or can't afford to. So yeah, they'll set their building on fire. Everybody get out. They get they don't have to relocate you if it was a fire. That's a natural thing, right? Nobody has to relocate you. Blame it on the space heater. It becomes a problem of the tenants. So they really don't have to relocate you. Nobody gonna sue you. Um so I don't think it's arson. And I mean, I'm just kind of skimming through the article. Um, one thing, though, that's important to mention, it, it wasn't just like, they're not saying it was just one, it was multiple space heaters. Um, so what you're saying about like... The multiple space the heaters... law, like having to adjust the 65 degree, like, yeah, no, that definitely needs to be happening. That definitely needs to happen. But also, if this is the case, that definitely is the thing that needs to be So cleared. the first report said one space heater. This is the first time I've heard multiple space heaters, and I've been following this closely. This is the yeah, first time I've heard multiple that. space heaters. Let me see. I think it might have just came out today. It might be a couple hours old. Hold on. I don't know. Something about yeah, it's like three hours old. So it's about very this new. Don't sit right with me because you're not like he just took a loan out on this building, trying to convert it to luxury apartments. And then all of a sudden they go up in flames and you on the mayor's housing board. Something about this don't sit right with me. I also can see why something about this doesn't sit right with you because there are multiple, like art, there are multiple art articles from different sources saying that the source of fire was different. Yeah, it's like, like one says sources. it was an e-bike battery that's blamed for mm -hmm. one says one space heater, other says multiples. I see the suspicion. Um, 
but I also see like a major city like trying to get an answer publicly to save fucking face too. It's like like all of this just gives very lazy and stupid see, and asinine. Not, that's the thing. It's like it's not it's not above the realm of possibility that it could have been a space heater because everybody I know in the city has space heaters in their house. Yeah, and it's always like it always it's always that, a couple thousand fires a year from space heaters. Yeah, that's not above the realm of possibility. But this particular building, given that they were trying to turn it into luxury housing, given that if they did that, they would have had to relocate all those low-income people, given that the person who has the loan is on the mayor's housing board, it's too many things. Yeah, there's some suspicious. There's definitely some suspicious things happening. I don't think it was an arson, though. I really do think it was just like... A, a lack of like a lack of care and concern for the upkeep of the building that's and that's I, which i guess is a form of arson in reality too i mean that's probably true too because i mean hell for the last four five days the heat in my building has been off during the day because these niggas have been changing the steam pipe that exploded and the heat in my building has been off and the hot water bitch from 8 a.m until 5 p.m every day since the beginning of the year but you be at home boiling water sitting there like fuck this i'll be damned if i bathe cold when i tell you no because everybody we get up so early that everybody can get their showers in early we get up hella early like we're out the door by 7 20 so Oh, right. That is that like early grade school. Yeah, I got kids in school. We out the door by 7.20. But I be in this motherfucker freezing, like in sweaters and shit. Y'all know I don't even like to wear clothes. Like, Uh you see, I have a full ass shirt on today. I don't even like to wear clothes. (laughs) And I be in this motherfucker in hoodies and shit. I was about to say, come over here because I'm over here sweating. I got to keep the windows (laughs) open because this... (laughs) This steam is on overdrive. <laughs> when I tell you I'm about to come sit in your <laughs> for a couple hours, I'm about to come work from your home. Because <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm serious because it gets I have the opposite problem. It gets so hot in here, but like I can't cook anything because the smell, like I fried some fish last night because mm. I wanted to fry a fish. But you can't do that every day because like the smell just lingers for so it long. Permeates. The heat just holds <sighs> everything. And yeah. even if you have the windows open, like the the heat registers, like the, the steam is just constantly like shh. And I have space the whole house. in every bedroom in my house and still be in this bitch freezing. Well, shit. I guess I'm just like Goldilocks there because I'm like, meh, that's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to come work from your house because I'm tired of sitting in this motherfucker with socks on and Uggs and leggings and cardigans and shit. I'm sick of it. Tired of this shit. Layered up. <laughs> right. Uh, what right. else is happening in the world? Let's get into the trash. <laughs> I mean, the Grammys is postponed, but we genuinely do not give a fuck about that. No, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize they were still happening. <laughs> Like they could have just oh, hold on, wait a minute, pull over to the Grammys, pull over to the Grammys for a quick sec. I can't remember who this was that I follow on Twitter, but I do remember they have a blue check mark. Don't know who it was. They said that they were watching the 2001 Grammys, and I, 
it took me a minute to to like replay this in my mind because I didn't even realize it happened. Um, Madonna pulls up in a bedazzled limo. I remember that. Little Bow Wow comes and opens the door, allows her to get out. Yes. She dances, she does music, and then she proceeds to get on top of the limo and do mm-hmm. a tribal number, a tribal remix yep. with Concos. Yep, I remember that. I completely remember that because I think that was the she, last Grammy I watched. I, I can't remember who it was, but somebody like was chronically them watching the Grammys on over on Twitter. And I, when I tell you, I cackled, was like, oh my God, I forgot about all of this. And oh my God, I used to love that. Well, I still love that album. I do. Music was a good album. <laughs> it was a good album. I don't, I'm not the biggest Madonna fan, but I do recognize her, I, one, I acknowledge the good songs that she's made. But also, I do recognize her impact, especially with the gays. I just wish she wouldn't have got the BBL and or told us about it. <laughs> you know, th- here's the thing. You do what you I want. I feel like for every generation. As pictures I could have done without, though. I, I feel like for every generation, as they get older, there is always these moments where they're like, I wish Madonna didn't. <laughs> yeah it's like because i'm very much like if the bbl makes you happy bitch go right ahead because i want to get one too but i just wish i didn't have to see those weird ass pictures where you like a where it looked like stuff stocking they look like like tucking and pads like it looked like drag queen tights like it was weird i didn't want to see that you could have well, got your BBL peacefully like lala did that's just proof of what happens when you let go of God's unchanging hand. <laughs> okay, let's continue. Because I'm... I know. Hold on, I'm going to send this to y'all too on IG. Just when you get a sec, watch this. Okay. It is terrifying. So Kanye West is supposed to headline Coachella this spring with Billie hey. Eilish. Well, William Eyelash. So it's supposed to be Kanye West and Billy Eyelash out there together. I will never and let that go. William Eyelash. <laughs> but what? <laughs> I'm confusion. Because so Kanye about to go there and do this gospel album with these dirty ass niggas who's high in the desert. I'm confusion. I don't understand. I don't know why Coachella is, is happening. That, I mean, that sounds perfect for Coachella. Like, <laughs> yes. I mean, it, it honestly, it considering does. the crowd that they bring, I think the only the only time that they did not have that crowd was when Beyonce was headlining. And they still did because some people was not hype enough for Beyonce for what she was bringing to them. They did not understand. <laughs> yeah, they truly didn't, and that really was a if I, that's a moment to live to see. That's yeah. something that is like a defining moment in your life. And they did not understand what she was bringing to them. And Coachella's so goddamn expensive that everybody there is very much the 1%. It's funny that we're talking about Coachella here because we definitely talked about Coachella on Rewind. Everything yeah. is together. It's how it goes. But it's that 1% that can afford good drugs. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to really think that Kanye is Jesus. Because they're going to be high out of their fucking minds and they're going to be actually saying. Maybe having the stuff that 
ain't even hit the market yet. Like, because <laughs> DMX told us Sunday service is not church, but it's a good prelude to church. We all, I think anybody with any basic level of common sense said, this ain't what is given. <laughs> with these old tiny ass turkey I mean, bacon, in real tiny life, ass turkey sausage. In real life, Sunday eggs. service is given fire Festival because he be giving them niggas them little ass to-go box dinners for 500 fucking Yeah, Sunday service is his choir sued him. Like his got- choir, didn't his choir sue him too for that? <laughs> he didn't pay them. He didn't. And at least alleged alleged by the lawsuit. They had a Firefest brunch and he gave them niggas an ego and two turkey sausages for 60 fucking dollars. Yeah, anybody who with any kind of common sense has paid attention to Kanye in the last like, I don't know, 15 years has have they have to see the, uh, an erratic pattern. A, amazing artists, but an erratic fucking pattern. And, and if you catch him in moments of lucidity, he actually makes sense, but yeah, I mean, but here's the thing, though. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I would, if I was given a ticket to go see Kanye, heartbeat. I'd be like, all right, I ain't got to pay for it. Kanye Perfect. Perform. I'm going. So, like, I've seen Kanye perform, so I don't really feel the need to do it again. When he was on the Glow in the Dark tour, I saw him, and he was, it was, Lupe Fiasco, NERD, and Rihanna opening for him. So I've experienced mm. a Kanye live show. So I'm complete if I never do it again. But yeah. I'm definitely not going to a Sunday service show. No, not at all. That shit sounds like a cult. Now you got to dress like a runaway slave. I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to be involved in that. Like, it's like mm. I want to be in these tattered rags for. That you charge me eight hundred dollars for? I don't want to be an eight hundred dollars. That's exactly it. Like I'm. Trying. Have y'all seen? Have y'all seen? You know, Kanye also has that uh, line at the Gap, right? And yes. He Wait, he has I a tried Gap that line? jacket on. Yeah. He has a collaboration with the Gap, and I tried that round bubble jacket on. That shit looks so damn stupid. Like. <laughs> I was gonna say like every like every other day on either twi- Twitter or somewhere else, somebody always put on he got a blue one too. People always it, put on that's the one I tried to win the blue one. One of my good friends on. ordered it and I was like, I need to put this motherfucker on because I gotta see what this shit look like. It looks stupid. Uh, <laughs> it looks it stupid as hell. It's such a pretty color though. See. Like if it were like structured the way a coat is supposed to be structured, I would buy right, it. Like, particular it feels like you're wearing blue bubble wrap. It looks dumb as shit. Like it's Blue coat. It's the get the Yeezy Gap coat. It's oh, let me see. That leads me into the next thing I was gonna talk about because there's rumors of a Yeezy Gap Balenciaga collaboration. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I don't know oh, what that's gonna look like. Bucks. I literally have no idea what that's gonna look like. Oh no, I, I love this. Me. No, you're just like it, a shapeless amoeba. It looks great. And see, the thing is, I saw it in the picture and I almost ordered it because I was like, this looks cool. And then I put it on. I said, this looks stupid. <laughs> this reminds me of just kind of like the shapelessness that Comme de Grassangos wore. Because I love an unstructured garment. Y'all know 
I love a good not for four hundred dollars, not from the gap. I don't care who put it there. And it's at the gap. I got yeah, to that's the it. last stage of checkout. I was going to order this. I literally got to the confirm your order screen. And then I said, mm, maybe I should try this on first. <laughs> and when I found out that my friend had it, I said, oh, I'll just go over there and try on theirs and put it on. I was like, this looks terrible. So I'm very glad I did not spend the coin on this because y'all know I will spend the coin on a on something cute. like, But not for this. Like I wouldn't, not cute. at this price. And not even that, it made me look five sizes bigger than I am. That's the point. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, that's the whole point. Like but you look like a shapeless it. amoeba, just like it's a blob. Even, the shapelessness was not the And it's issue. like the hunchy in the back. Yeah, this is weird. It's I like, it really gives like hunchback, it. but it's also short. It's short. Yeah. No, so I, I actually kind of like taller it. than like five five, it hits at the most awkward place. Cause when I put it on, it didn't hit my waist. It hit like midway on my stomach. And gave that like weird hunchback situation. It's very, it's very Violet Beauregard goes to the Source Awards, and yeah. I'm kind of <laughs> living for it. like I'm, I'm here it, for it. It didn't. It like, was Daddy. <laughs> like I'm here for it. I didn't it's like it. I was like, I'm ugly. gonna have to pass on this, and glad I didn't spend the coin because I was very much about to. Yeah, Literally and my thing too thing. with a lot of stuff like this is like if you're designing this from the point of if you're designing this from the point of like trying to create a garment that's going to sell as opposed to like creating a garment that's just like funny and stupid and ridiculous. Like I get paying for the funny, stupid and ridiculous, right? Because it's like this is just wearable art as opposed to like, oh, this is just the commodif like commodifying even more the idea of like individual street fashion and what right. that means. Because yeah. that's the thing, it's like, even this jacket, it's not far enough that it could be wearable art, but not close enough to street fashion that it's like something I would still pay the money to wear. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, I think this is the only thing he has ever designed that I actually enjoy. I... I Which is sad it. to say. It's so just it. bad in the back that it's just so fucking ridiculous. You I look like an Ikea bag. Theory. I really Ooh, I love it in theory. And in photos, I love it. But in practice, I hate it. I hate it so much. And then it was I like, I was, um, because there was that, but then there was, but then I also had to remember that Kanye wear them, them SpongeBob boots, them SpongeBob squeaky boots. So I was like, nah, I don't trust this thing no more. Yeah, this is the only thing that he's ever designed that I've been like, there's okay. other things. I, I hate, see it, I get it. I hate Yeezy sneakers, but there's been other things from the Yeezy line that I've liked. Oh, not so, a thing. Not a thing for me. There's been this like the two thing. or three things. Not that I would purchase, but that I like. She's never been that girl. I don't know why they allowed her in the door. She should not have been invited to the but party. It should have been, been called. She should have been removed from the function and never heard from again. Like, I hate, absolutely, <laughs> positively hate, detest everything that this man has designed. When we went to this, this post apocalyptic Harriet Tubman fashion, I wasn't into it. 
<laughs> almost the entire line. And I wasn't into it then. And then and Kim then came I out with news. Situation. And it was just like the athleisure version of Yeezy. Because it was the so same fucking that, color palette. So y'all remember that hostage situation that he called a fashion show out on Roosevelt Island? So oh, I thought you were talking about when she got robbed. I'm like, damn, bitch, no, go there. Let that woman rest. No, I'm not talking about her. She ain't got shit to do with this. But for Yeezy on Roosevelt season, Island. Yeah, for Yeezy season two, he had yeah, a fashion show on Roosevelt Island. And it's funny because I was supposed to go, but I was like, it's hot as shit. I'm not going out there. On Roosevelt and, Island. Yeah, right. Exactly. Why? So that's and, like that's like worse than Bella. Yeah, it's worse than Bella. Like and that's why I was like, I was like, it's hot as fuck. I'm not going over there. Like it's hot. And there's no fucking shade. I'm not going over there. It's no goddamn park on Roosevelt Island because it's hot, right? So he had all these people sitting out there. The show started like an hour late. And that's the show that all the models kept falling because they couldn't walk in there. That's when he had all them plastic ass shoes. Oh, okay. I remember walking them. Because I, yeah. I had tickets to go, but I was like, it's too goddamn hot. I'm not going. I'm glad I didn't because niggas was out there passing out because they were just waiting for this shit to start for like an hour or two. And it was like 92 degrees outside. <laughs> yeah, okay. I remember this. Uh, it's all coming back. It's all coming back to me. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was season. Where on Roosevelt? Like, because like I said, it's it's basically Belle Isle. It was a like, no, nigga. I see it from the pictures. Oh, no, was it? Is that Toronto? Because you had to, that's the thing. Not Toronto or cram over, and it was weird because Windsor. <laughs> a lot of people like was on the tram to get over there, so there was that because it was like half the audience was still on Man- like on Manhattan waiting on the fucking tram because they couldn't all get on at the same time. It was Jeez. weird. It was a weird thing. This photo of Anna Winter here, it just it just looks her, it, she just looks thoroughly unamused and unimpressed. And she's like, why am I here? I mean, that's what I say about Rosalind Island. The three times I've been there. <laughs> the one time I've been there. I think I, I know, that's right. I've gone there three times. Each time for an event, each time it's like, who the fuck did I come up here? It's like going to Staten Island without the trash smell. Well, no, there's no restaurants there. There's no bars. Not at all. There. There's not shit over there. You don't live there. There's no reason to go there. Yeah, there is a grocery store, a wine store, like two art galleries, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't and live not on the, not the good kind, kind of art gallery, like the kind where you like the tourist art galleries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's continue. Okay, yeah, this looks like trash. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not, if you don't live on Roosevelt, there's really no reason to be there. I'm about to say, you can live there and never leave the island, but yeah, theoretically. <laughs> theoretically you could. you could if you don't want to like do anything like yeah if you don't want to do anything I, if you're one of them like live a quiet life at home type niggas you could literally live there and never leave the island but you like to go outside sometimes barely yeah and it don't matter barely better than never if you want to have people over, they have to come to you and they have to take that tram over. The take tram the is not tram. It's nice, but it's not like 
oh, I'm going to go visit you. Let me just hop on the train. Let me hop on the tram. (laughs) No, that's a stay the night visit. It's like, yeah, I'm staying the night. Yeah, because the train stops running. Don't get drunk. It doesn't, because I think it stops running at like midnight. So if it's, if you get drunk, you're stuck. It's a wrap. You're there until Damn. six o'clock in the morning. Jesus, man. Yeah, that trend because it's it it's over, it's above the wire. It's there's like no, a lift. So no they can't fucking no see. They can't yeah, drive it. There's no oh okay. Yeah, the only way to get on the island. And it's only, you can only get there from Manhattan, even yeah. though it's on the Bronx side too. You can, you literally have to like, so if you have a friend that lives in Bronx or, or Brooklyn or Queens, they have to go all the way to you yeah. to get there, then get on the tram. The tram, the tram is only like mm, eight minutes. It's to like get there. super short, like it's less than 10 yeah. minutes. And it's, and it's like, huh, I did all this. Because, yeah. like, from my house, it takes 45 minutes to get to the Roosevelt Island stop on the train. Yeah. Versus, like, our- 45 minutes. And then I'm doing all this for an eight-minute tram ride? Fuck you. Yeah. I'm not going to Roosevelt Island. Versus, like, you know, you know, like, how easy it is to get on and off Belle Isle. Like, you just mm-hmm. get on the bridge and go. Like, that's the equivalent, too. Yeah. But they make it extremely hard for whatever reason to to get to get on and off this island so so i hate to say it that's my kind of like secluded quiet peaceful like existence I mean, no it's one quiet, wants to but me. it's not secluded it's not secluded. it is if niggas ain't traveling to see me for me that's secluded but if, <laughs> if there's anything to be said people i love i remember the show white collar <laughs> No. Oh, with Gina Tor- Gina Torres? No, my grandmother watched all Matt them Bomber shows. was on White Collar. My grandmother watched all them shows. White oh, Collar. no, that was Suits. But Same. My, my mother and my grandmother. I like, love White Collar, but on that show, he hid all the art that he stole on Roosevelt Island, so that tells you how many people <laughs> go to fucking Roosevelt Island. Shit, that is my kind of place. That's what my neighborhood is to be. I miss it. <laughs> Um, what else is going on? Uh, so Jim Jones was trending and his mama. Oh, this was stupid. This didn't even, I don't even understand why this was a topic of discussion, like for anybody, like whatever, let that man fucking be. It was dumb. He said something dumb. He was making a joke. He like, wasn't, whatever. he wasn't making a joke. Cause she came out and said that she taught him how to deal with women. She taught him how to deal with women, but he did not. She did not teach him how to French kiss. That's what she said. She didn't teach that boy how to French kiss. That's he came what out she and was said. like, she said she did. She said she did. He said she came out and said, no, he came out after it came out today and said, y'all are taking this too serious. This was just a fucking joke. It was a dumb but, joke. Essentially, it was a dumb joke. It's like, but when know? she said, when she admitted to it, it didn't become a joke no more. It's a joke now because niggas are saying that shit is weird. Why are we listening to a woman who couldn't even spell psychotic correctly? Let's let her rest. So why are we acting So why are we acting like a woman that said that made a song called Physicotic and also made of perfume called Pumkash. Pumkash? I forgot about Pumkash! How the French kiss. 
Stop it. Stop I it. don't believe nothing she says. Uh, I don't believe nothing she is, This is the one that said B-I-C-T-H, right? No, that's Mama D. How dare you? Oh, wait. That's a little scrappy song. That's a little scrappy song. How dare you? Ignore me. Ignore me. Blessing. She is an angel. She's a The thing is, angel. in reality, though, like, to be completely serious, Jim Jones and his mama seem very emotionally dependent. So it's not outside of the realm for me that this would be tr- <coughs> that this would be true. I hope it's not, but we also know that there's a certain rapper that got a prostitute for his son. Yeah, but that ain't Jim Jones. <laughs> Jim Jones just like to fight. That's it. Mm. Him and his mom are weirdly emotionally dependent, and it's very strange to me. Isn't he the only? Does he has a sister? Isn't he the only boy? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Like they're that like also, thinking back to like love. That is why like, this is not of outside of the realm of possibility for me. I mean, whether they did or didn't, I don't truly give a fuck. It's just so. What did Chrissy say? That's the most important thing. This is the thing. I truly do not give a fuck whether this happened or not. I do not care. I'm not invested. Y'all do what the fuck y'all do. But because we talk about pop culture and this shit happened, this is the only reason I mentioned it. Because honestly, I didn't even actually read the story until right before we started recording this shit because I did not give a fuck. Mm. <laughs> do not care what that woman does with her son. Do not. No. Give. Why is this I can't name? give a molecule of a fuck about what that woman does with her son. Like, let that man be. What should be trending is, is like, did Jim Jones marry Chrissy yet? The answer is no. No reason for that to trend. We all know what the answer is. I know, but sometimes a good reminder helps people. Um, Cash doll had her baby. I know, Cashton. And Cash. came home and then Balenciaga cracks. <laughs> I hate them motherfucking shoes. I hate them so much. And she kept calling her bad bitch hospital shoes. And I was like, this shit is just as bad as the high heel Timberlands. They're fucking awful. Like, okay, lay off of those because I still to this day. I love had them. a pair. No, I I had, actually, I had two pair. There's something distinctly Dexter Hood right about it that just, I had just two pair of them. At home. But I was the shit. I had the, no, I had the high heel Jordans. I thought I was the shit. But, oh my God, the high heel Jordans from Bank Arts. It looks I had like them. you would buy at Shoppers World, which is for Cash Dog because it was a Shoppers World on Ocean Boulevard. It was. <laughs> it was. Yeah, Grand River. That's exactly, which is not too far from, from where we grew up on Dexter. That is, uh, that is, that is perfectly, I could, yeah, that, that, that just fits that aesthetic. So. I mean, it was a time I, I realized now it was terrible, but I very much thought I was like that, but you knew me in those times. So you knew how I used yeah, to. Yeah, no, everybody had them. Yeah. But not like, even literally just that, everybody with my it. baby fat jogging suit. You know how I used to my walk big through. old lesbian cousin had a pair. With I thought I was that bitch. Like I <laughs> shit, mm. I wanted a pair because I wanted to be that bitch. Hell. You Please knew I said, it, me... at that time in my life, it was too thick. Cause that's when he used to really call me Banshee all the fucking time. Cause I stayed I with Jordan. A long ass, ridiculous <laughs> ass ponytail, big ass hoops, and my high heel Timberlands. I just knew I was that bitch. Like it was, 
It was a time. Well, I remember the high heel Jordans because that took me back to like freshman year at Michigan State, where all freshman the freshmen year at Wayne State, yep. All the girls who came from like Flint, Kalamazoo, and you got that first refund check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was very Detroit on campus. I was very Detroit, and he used to always this one here used to uh, used to have a good time with me because oh, I, my ponytail stay grazing my waistline, and I stay <laughs> with a high heel timber and a big ass hoop. <laughs> Okay, some of these are actually kind of cute. He he remembers. They're still for sale. They are. I had no idea. They I had no idea. I was gonna say I saw some open-toed Timberland brand kitten sandals not that long ago. Like yeah. kitten sandals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like kitten heel sandals. Yeah. Like you probably, see that is the most I, nigga shit. I swear to God. I saw them at that shoe store on in Highland Park on Woodward, across from uh, Mr. Allen's. <laughs> no, not, no, Mr. not that one. Oh, Sherman's. No, in no in Highland Park in Highland, in Highland Park. Park. I so, saw them too because okay. I was over there at a different store and I happened to walk into that one, oh, which I can't remember okay. the name of. But, I can't remember the name of it, but where the farmer deck used to be, and it's yeah. something different. Yeah, now, because you know where my Airbnb was last time I came, right there. That used the to be Sherman Shoes. Uh, One of my yeah. good friends worked there. It was where you can buy heels for like five to fifteen dollars. That place. So those those shoe stores in Highland Park, depend depending, you can talk to literally anybody in Detroit from any background, and everybody has a different story. Yep. I like the shoe stores in Highland Park because they be having like the overstocks of like like that form of mills. They be having the overstocks of like Pumas, Reeboks, and, and shit like that. The drag queens be going out there because they yep. have all the oversized stuff. And then like the white people be going out there and they be like, oh, I'll be wearing these to the the whatever, like the rave or or something. The rave. Everybody. And then the old church ladies be going out there because they be having those what everybody goes to the kitten hill the timberland kitten hill and the thing is i was from the east side but i had an auntie that shopped in ham tremic so the other the you know if you shop in ham tremic the next stop is over there in highland park yep so what is that shoppers world in ham tremic the shoppers world if they didn't have it in ham tremic they would send you to highland park before that one closed i think it closed maybe it's still a couple of years ago somebody was trying to turn that shoppers world into a three-level club and it just never yeah which i'm like why would ham tremic have a three-level club inside the shoppers world exactly but if i remember correctly they did throw some parties there at one point though because it was a gay bar we yeah, Shadow. <laughs> no, it was Shadow, Ice. Yes, it was Ice. Yes, Shadow was when it, what it was on straight nights. Well, it was Ice first, Club Ice, and then it changed to Shadow. And then it changed I to Shadow I, Bar, and then it was a straight club. I think I went there when it was Ice on a gay night once. When they had the swings. They had the swings, they had the velvet yeah. curtains, all of that. Oh, yeah, I, I was, was like, excuse me? Era. I, I know, that was like a little... That was a cute little getaway. That was a cute little spot. Don't say I, but I don't think oh, I was living in Detroit by then when this shit happened. I don't think I was living in Detroit no more. No, this was like 2008. I had just left. Because remember, I, I left Detroit in 2007. 
Shit, that was my spot for a minute. 2007, 2008, because I moved to Chicago in 2009. It was right around that time. Because I was right around Yeah. I left Detroit in 2007 because I left, I moved to Chicago in 2008. Yeah. So, yeah, it had to be about like 2009. That was like, that was a cute spot. And it was a fun spot. It was a really fun spot. Because I used to go, and then when I was going to Wayne State and was broke, because that rainbow was right there, and then plus size rainbow was across the street. And we would go over there to go to the rainbow and get our little outfits to go to whatever club and then go to the Chinese place that was right there. What Chinese place was right there? It was a little Chinese spot right there next to the rainbow plus that they put across the fucking street because God. I don't remember rainbow plus. I do remember. I No, I do remember rainbow plus. We were like, we were teens. You, I must say you we would catch the bus up there. Because it was on the same side as the gym where you screamed at that lady and scared the shit out of her. Let's let, okay. At some point, we have to let the past. That the will past never die. That literally will never, no matter how long we're doing podcasts, everybody who listens to this will know that you screamed work bitch at this white lady in the gym and scared her to the She wasn't white, she was black. Because her hair was yeah, no, she was white. What she, I don't know. I was drunk. No, she was black because her her hair whipped around real quick. Was okay. she okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. Nigga, we were driving in the but car we were with Lauren, and he yelled out the window, "Work, bitch!" and scared and her. She was on the other side of the window. <laughs> because we were going to Palmer Park. So this is a period of my life where I had taken to being drunk and screaming out of the window for no reason. Very early in the day. Because was it was one night. me, you, Lauren, and Shayla. Yep. And it was like three in the afternoon and we were trashed. Because <laughs> we were drinking, I think we were drinking Smirnoff and Diet Pepsi. No, we no, were drinking, God. no. We yeah, were no, drinking that was me and Lauren. Malibu I was and Ohana Punch. Her, That's what we were drinking. Shit, girl, it's the same, same. Parrot's Bay. It was, no, it was parrot, that parrot shit. What the fuck is it? The that, rum? The parrot's, I think it's Parrot's Bay rum and Ohana Punch. Yeah. That's what we I were I wouldn't doubt that. And I, I wouldn't doubt that. drink a whole fucking bottle before 3 p.m. Because we were like, yeah, no, I wouldn't doubt that. that. That was and that was the period of my life where I was just wild. Like, then we went to Palmer Park and got jello shots people. from the lesbians. A mess, and that was oh god. Okay, but, moving on from yeah. okay, moving on from my like. Uh, I'm grown because I was right there. With you. <laughs> we were there together. Shit. No, they're just a lot of <laughs> thoughts and feelings come with that. It was a lot. Yeah, it was quite a bit. But um, so Rihanna said Victoria's Secrets ain't never going to be able to breathe again. Oh, yeah, she's <laughs> up in brick and mortars. She decided to open stores. They are going to be located in Vegas, Los Angeles, Houston, Philly, and D.C. When I tell you when, that, when I get dates for that Philly motherfucker, I'm going because it's an hour and a half from my house. I'm going to Philly. I can take the train, the Amtrak from New York to Philly, hour and a half. I'm going to go to Philly and I'm going to go to Savage X-Men. I know people there. 
I only got to get a place to stay because I can call one of my homies and they'll let me stay with them. I will be there in the line. I'll be among the numbers. Like, I'm actually kind of surprised. Wait, what? I'm just surprised she didn't do a New York story. Like, she's doing all these other She's done pop-ups here. She's done pop-ups here in New York in Soho. But I think it just just because of what I do, like in my nine to five job, I'm pretty sure the New York store doesn't happen because it's very, like, it's not that New York retail space isn't available, it's that people aren't being flexible about shorter term rentals. And I don't think these are supposed to be permanent stores just yet. Hmm. Okay, because what I was going to say is I'm kind of surprised that like she didn't go the Sephora route of uh, partnering up with a major company and essentially putting your store inside that store. Um, I think that like, yeah, that just makes sense. The one-stop shop route. I think she's going to see makes sense how too. the Savage X Fenty stores do because if they and you know what, I didn't even well, think about her it's going to become a full well. Fenty store where they do Fenty Skin, Fenty Beauty, and Savage all in the yeah. same place. That's what I didn't uh, think about. It's like I forgot she had her whole like like makeup line out. Like forgot that was even a thing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Think if they do well, that is going to be like Fenty destination and not just. And then she can pull out. This shit is going to turn into Disney for bitches with big titties, and I live for it. Yes. Yes, well, like, I think I have on a Savage X Fenty bra right now because I think almost all of my bras are Savage because my tits are huge, right? And most of them, most of the bras I can buy that aren't like an arm and a leg are ugly as shit. No, her stuff is good and it's good so for it's like, like larger cute, body women. And it's like affordable. women with more t- breasts, more curves. But even for the big boys too, like yeah, sis, do your thing. But it is weird though, like she didn't put like an actual like quote unquote. We'll just say quote unquote because we don't know what the extent of it is. um, Store in New York because you you would think that would be like a big market for her, like an easy, quick like cash grab. You know what? It's not weird because I went to. So did she say Miami too? No, she didn't put one in Miami either. Is Vegas, Los Angeles, Houston, Philly, and DC. These actually make sense because. Wait, hold on. What were you about to say, Aaron? I was going to say she's skipping all these places that have big Caribbean populations and big gay populations. So, like Miami and New York, where you have like the West Indians and the gays, like in one place. Like, if you talk about a cash grab, I don't understand why why it makes sense, right? This is why it makes sense. As no, not near me. <laughs> well, when you go, when you think about Miami, yes, people live there and we're very well aware. But when we think about Miami, we think about tourist Miami, right? Why pay that high level real estate if it's not going to be a permanent situation? Because these are all said to be term, like temporary. For now. Also, for New York, so I've been to four Rihanna pop-up events, two for the makeup, two for Savage, right? 
I don't, just based on the crowd that was there, I don't know that the New York market would sustain a store. They're here, and they're, but a lot of them are VIPs. So they get the credits. They just order whatever the box is. Yeah. That's well, usually I, what I do. I usually just order whatever the box is. I don't, it's very rare that I go through and like look at the other like I've ordered some of the basic shit when it's on sale or whatever the fuck else but usually it's just go through and order whatever the box is because you already have the credit but when I went to all four of those events none of them were like packed to the point that I could see that it carrying over into a brick and mortar store well, why I say it's interesting is because you were talking about places that are sustained by tourism in two of those places, actually three of those places are like listed on here. Like as far as like being sustained by tourism to a certain degree, mm-hmm. like Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and Houston. So but it is really Vegas. interesting that like she but has this- Philadelphia and DC, but I guess she figures that people from New York would just go to DC or Philadelphia. But this is the thing, so. Away. And it be, might be cheaper in Philadelphia. If you think about Vegas. Las Vegas, yeah, Las Vegas is the same by tourism, but it's year-round consistent tourism, right? So I mean, you, Miami pretty much is too. But it's a little Except different. Except for like what the rainy season, which is like if you months? throw if you throw one of these in one of those casinos, Vegas has a captive audience. People go yeah. there to spend money. That's literally what they go there for. They either go to shop or to gamble. So that makes sense. If you but like Miami, people go to Miami to be seen, not necessarily they go to right. go, they go to Miami to party. They're not going to Miami. That's why, to like shop. if you're gonna sell makeup in your stores with lingerie, like it just makes sense but to be right in Miami. Now, like it's, it's fantastic lingerie. and beautiful faces. But that's just it. Right now it's just lingerie and people yeah, not leave going there. That. but people not going yeah, to Miami make amends with Drea and get mint swim in there. Get yourself some swimsuits. For oh no, girls. she don't fucking yeah. pray no more. <laughs> no, nobody fuck with Drea. No Remember, Drea was one of her. That actually leads to the next the next story. Drea was one of her ambassadors, and then Drea said that wild shit about domestic violence. So she don't fuck with her. Same with Ari Fletcher. Yeah, that's where. I, oh yeah, that. Ugh. So Ari Fletcher said that wild shit about domestic violence. Which, if you, I don't. This is my thing with this child, right? I don't know how many times she got to tell y'all to fuck off before she y'all stop giving her attention. Because time after time, she's telling y'all to fuck off. She said... I honestly she, don't even know who this girl is. All I know is that she used to be with a rapper and she got a baby by a rapper. I don't know what she does outside of that, but... And she's with Moneybag Yo now, who was with Megan Thee Stallion. That's the reason why I know who he is, because he's with Megan Thee Stallion. But, I don't uh, even know who he is. I literally only know him because he dated Megan Thee Stallion. She was but, his first person. I mean, he was her first, like, public boyfriend. Yeah. And oh. He, because of that, that's how we know his name. That's she how I like Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, yeah, like all these girls look alike. I can't tell if she's a city girl or Megan Thee Stallion. Like they all look the fuck alike. They do. She looks like Jordan Woods. Is she a friend of the Kardashian? No. Like, my God. Yeah, no. But she said something about how she want a nigga to pull a gun on her to make her stay 
with him. Oh, I did hear about this. And okay. then when people was like, bitch, that is domestic violence. What's what wrong with you? She like, <laughs> oh, I don't care that your boyfriend of you. We don't care. Y'all niggas want to be victims. We don't give a fuck, blah, blah, blah. So Rihanna dropped her, clearly. Right. Girl, what? Like, and then she posted like, oh, I made $200,000 in the first eight days of the year. And then but it's like, but you fumbled the bag, bitch. Still, I mean, I don't care how much money you still made. You still fumbled the bag. But... I mean, big time, yeah. She spends all her days on the internet calling niggas broke and ugly and this and that. But it's like, how many times is she's really going to tell y'all to fuck off before y'all stop paying attention to her? I didn't know who the fuck she was until this Rihanna shit happened. But it's like... The only reason why she came up in my life other than that one moment like months ago was because of Lisa Ray. And I was like, why is Lisa Ray talking exactly. about this? As if she has the room to talk about any of this. Did you see this? Okay. Yes. Yes. Did y'all y'all saw this on that I Queen shit? It. Which I can't do that show. Like every there's that. always something ridiculous that happens. Like I'm glad it exists, right? But also I'm glad it exists. Wonderful. But it's not for me. It ain't for me. But no, they even got a show with like uh Funky Doniva and Star Jones' ex-husband. Oh, uh, sister, Al, Al Reynolds or some shit. Did like you that? say sister? Al Reynolds. I was thinking and, about um, Claudia Circle. Jordan. No, sister Circle. That's that, that's not what I'm thinking of, right? No, no that's sister one Circle. Selena Johnson. Johnson. But isn't Claudia even on that one? Is Claudia still on there? I thought they fell out. And she went on and on. No, that show. I thought the show was canceled. Oh. It could be. I don't fucking. I don't keep up with none of that shit because I don't even watch talk shows, so I don't know. It's so hard I mean, to get that channel, like TV One. Like their content only exists on TV One, which is hard enough to get as it is. But they don't even license their shows out to like anything right. else. So. No, they don't. Like I've been trying to find RB Divas. But oh no, wait, 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 hold up, hold up. If I remember correctly, I think it might be on Tubi. Tubi has TV. I that stuff is popping up on Tubi. I was watching the Bobby DeMars story. <laughs> it's a free app. It's a oh, free like streaming app. Tubi is that girl. They have every. They have all the B-list black. Countries. I'm about to say, ain't that just that? <laughs> it's like Zeus, but with better all content. black. With all right. the, you know what they got now that I was watching this weekend? They got Escape's reality show. <gasps> the one from Bravo. Yes, the whole season is on Tubi. I've been looking I, for that. When I tell you they have all of the B-list stuff let, that like you meant to watch but never got around to. I Tubi used to watch that. <laughs> it was funny to me. That show was really good. I mean, Tubi it's more important to watch it now. Look for signs with Tiny, you know, see what's going I, on. I, I mean, Tubi is like in with quarantine and people being sick. I, I have not been sick, knock on wood, but however, I have been quarantining just because like Shit, it's everywhere. Tubi is like right on time for all of this because they literally they also have a lot of like independent homemade uh uh queer LGBT movies. I'm good. They're always bad. They are so bad. But it's they're always bad. It's one about three different lesbians living in Syracuse, New York. When I tell you this is the most bootleg, that's intense. <laughs> I I I'm, I was thinking Syracuse was like a nice little college town, and you know, like you think about like a town in New York State, outside of New York City, you get a certain image of like 
trees and, and, yeah. and shit like that. No, See, no, no, no. <laughs> That's where New York is from. I don't she know. is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Which explains a lot. Oh my God. Sorry, I had to stretch, which explains a fucking lot. Also, no, watching that show made me question my own life and choice and relationships. And I am terrified and shook. But whatever you need, Tubi got it. Just think of, think of any black show that's like, oh, Tubi you know, got it. I wonder if they got this. It's on my TV, but I never like opened it. They got Hollywood Divas. Yeah, get it. Watch it. Watch it's on uh, my TV. Gold. Like literally what is when name? I like, Golden Brooks. Pull up watch her be transphobic. He is oh, no. and watch her be watch her fat shame counts as vine. No. And then watch that music video from Count as Vine. No, this is why I didn't watch RB. <laughs> I love that song. I love that song. Or how I fucking love that song. Any of those, like, uh, I gotta make a yeah. It's so much trash going on. So Jaheem challenged Usher to a versus. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh. No, there's <laughs> like, okay. challenge case. There is no round of that makes sense. This is what he said. Someone set it up. Let's move all the pawns out the way. King move. But if you are scared, I'll just say checkmate. I will give what? I'll give Usher one month to step up. Nothing personal. He's one of the best, respectively. I'm with all the smoke. You fan, you the fans can immediately make this happen. I'm so serious. So I've always said that Jaheen needs to be in a versus usher is not his opponent but if no it's like genuine tank tyrese like put all them b-list dudes in a versus together Do a giant ass like royal rumble versus <laughs> i'm i i i will continue to push for this i don't know who needs to hear it but you put all the b-list r&b dudes i'm talking jaheen tank tyrese joe genuine avant uh life jennings uh, who are, who are Life Jennings. <laughs> I forgot about Life Jennings. Oh, wait a minute. You forgot about your Jay Cozy, eh? Oh, J- no. Jimmy Cozy? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have at least two hits. Two hits at least. And put that on at, like on Mother's Day. And then like Charlie Wilson can pop up and do like two songs or two. That would be the most watched versus. Like that is the Mother's Day lineup. The Mother's Day lineup, the Sweetest Day lineup. The, the Valentine's the, Day the Memorial Day lineup. You can't be July Fourth. The two people too busy. But Memorial Day, that that is the <laughs> that is the perfect thing. And they keep they keep skipping past it. Usher is not going to do anything. The only only person who could do Usher is Beyonce, and you know she ain't going to do it. So no, I was actually going to ask like, who did you think can? Well, I mean, I would say stick with because they you know they don't cross gender. I mean, yeah, they don't cross gender, but. I could I could see like a Usher Janet versus if they wanted to like switch it up and like kind of have like nah you can't do a Janet yeah no Janet you got if you Janet can go up against like who's she black? can't really I mean nobody that's why I'm saying like if you have like two people who are kind of like close in style and like. Who can give you dance and balance? Who can give you like pop and R&B? Usher and Janet could go toe to toe. You can't do. I Usher feel like Black. Usher and Trey Songs could. Mm, 
Mm. And well, here's the thing. The reason why I say it is, is because when it comes down to the, not necessarily the action, uh, but the, well, you know, one was out here allegedly passing around herpes like the collection, but the other out here uh-huh. hitting women's hands with vehicles. Um, but when it comes to the imagery that they both, and, and ideas that they both like sing about, what have you, like they're both very similar. You could do like, Usher and Chris Brown. The verses that I they are that makes sense. That makes sense. The verses I, I want to happen is Usher and Justin Timberlake. Hear me out. So <laughs> y'all, <laughs> hear me out. should go with these tinfoil Justin Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, y'all remember when Justin Timberlake first happened? When he was first like making his way yes. to the little artist and they kept cover. trying to make a beef between him and Usher because they both did that random falsetto singing. That's the verses I want to happen. <laughs> Just because it was like this weird ass beef that neither one of them gave a flying fuck about, but everybody tried to make happen. <laughs> I kind of just want to keep Justin Timberlake away from verses. And he's already a part. Like, I draw, like, I mean, as far as, like, being one of the acts, being one of the, like, He already has been, even if he wasn't there, because Timberland has done a verse, then 90% of Timberland's verses with Justin Timberlake songs. But that's different than Justin Timberlake taking the stage. I just, let's just keep this for Black folks. As like we already I, let white people into everything, and it's no shade to Justin Timberlake, but it's important as, now but this that we carve the, out these at spaces. At this point in his career, at least on the very front. At this point in his career, as much as y'all want him to not be a part, he's a part. Y'all don't he want is, him very to be much so, but that doesn't mean that we still have to allow him to be physically in that space. Like let's, let's know, have a too. bunch of black artists that we still haven't exalted yet or lifted up yet. I mean, yes, let's I'm get not through them. This shit like tomorrow. Honestly, I want verses I mean, to stop happening in reality. No, I, I really want important. it to just stop. But I think no, I think it's actually really important solely because like look at the number of people that have died this year and the yeah. number of artists that have come out that have been able to like put their sound back out. No, no, no. I'm like, not, we don't know. It I might even be one last time. So I want Versus to stop in its current iteration. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's not a lane for it, but I think it needs to adjust and switch because y'all, are, these are concerts in this one. Yeah. And I think we need to sh- shift lanes a little bit in the sense of how we're saying what this is. Okay. Because this is not two artists having, like, this is not two artists just celebrating the music or whatever. These are concerts. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, So it's like, I think we need to adjust the way we look at what a versus actually is. And if we do that, and if you think about it in the sense of what it is now in this like kind of weird, we're still in a pandemic, but we're all acting like we're not situation that we're going through right now. There's, while there's still a lot, like a ton of black artists that can take this stage. That need to, that deserve. That need to take this stage, that deserve to take this stage that need a place if you think about the ones that will sign on to do it 
the ones that you want to see that will actually sign up to do it, that list yeah. is very small. So it does leave the space for somebody like a Justin Timberlake. I see. I also don't think that the list is very small because there's a it's, fuck ton of older acts that would be more than happy. More but than they're women. not going to pull them. Because look at what Stephanie Mills had to go through to get on there. They're not pulling them. Well, the thing with Stephanie Mills was she wanted it when she wanted it. She didn't even know it was happening and it was already being worked out. She found that out in the middle of the interview where her manager was I like, don't, we're already talking about I don't about think that I don't think that they're pulling, they're going, they're going to pull these older ass when she like Mother's Day or Thanksgiving or she, yeah, they need they're, to. They're pulling it for holidays. But if we're talking about the way they've been doing these verses, although they've slowed up on it, but the way they were doing these verses, they ain't pulling them older ex. And when you think about that's, the that's, younger just ones, keep pulling hell, they could pull crucial conflict. Like, let, like, <laughs> seriously, the thing is, is like, my thing is, I don't care about I'm what not, acts you pull. I'm just happy that these people of yesteryear, they got tossed to the side and forgotten about in a society that already don't give a fuck about us. Mm-hmm. And it's a very popcorn instant society that they get a no, chance to like I agree with get you. back out there. You know, I'm on the I'm on your side. I completely agree with you. But I think that I think for when I look at versus now as it becomes more of a commercial entity, because now it's part of an NFT. Yeah, it, I mean it was also like publicly sponsored. Exactly. As it becomes more of a a commercial entity we have to recognize it for what it was. Because when I tell you, if they get an instinct versus Backstreet versus popping, I'm going, bitch. But it's not even because... They just need to do a spinoff of that and call it battle and just be done. Either way. Either way. <laughs> not even because... I don't even give a fuck about Backstreet Boys. But because this is something that we've been looking at all our lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... And this is yeah. what they can pull any and everybody because it's it's a corporate entity now. It's not. It's no longer like a cultural thing. This is a corporate entity. Well, it still presents itself as being such. I mean, especially having but that makes six mafia kinda... and Bone Thugs and Harmony up there. But so that's I... why I'm hopeful that they will make sure and exalt all of the necessary black at black acts and talents of. The years pass before we start allowing and creating space for others. No, I hear you and I'm with you, but that's I'm like, no. I'm no, I again I hear you and I totally agree with you. Go put him on drag race. Why hasn't he been on drag race yet? Go stick over there. Who, Timberlake? Yeah. Because why would he would be on why would he why would why are any of these people ever on drag race? Why was Tiamari there? They just Pull random people. But usually when they pull straight people is usually women. Or musicians, because they do have some straight men who are musicians there who do the challenges. He did just do that movie where he adopted the trans kid. Oh, God. Okay, moving on. (laughs) I'm not doing that. No, there's no no thing. I don't no, want no, to bother with he, Justin Timberlake and a trans child. I don't not, care if it's no, a good no, movie. No. I just don't want to do it. Here. There, well, honestly, it was actually a good movie. It, it actually was because I watched it. It was actually I watched it because the show I was watching ran out of episodes and they kind of moved to that. 
Jesus. It actually wasn't a bad movie. But also, this kid wasn't transitioning. This kid was just, honestly, I couldn't even say it was a trans child. It was more of a queer child. And he kind of reluctantly adopted this kid because the kid's mama abandoned him. I am good on that. I don't need... It was a good movie. I don't want heartwarming trauma porn in my life anymore. I don't. And that's what that is. Or any of the rest of us? To be perfectly honest, there's a lot of shit that I just... I still haven't seen Get Out. I refuse to. No I, shade. I saw I Us, and that was it. Like I any, I'm just, and, I and I might watch Karen solely because it's so fucking bad that it, I can't classify it as trauma porn because it's just so fucking horrible. I just, I can't do those movies anymore. They hit too no, close to home. It. I understand. And there's a lot of the nuances that get left out, and I'm just like, this is. It just makes me uncomfortable. Now, it makes me uncomfortable. About, the thing about Palmer. Now, one, didn't watch it intentionally because I was watching The Shrink Next Door and it went off and that was the next thing that came on at Apple TV. So I did not watch it intentionally. But as I was watching it as a queer person myself, it, A, didn't feel like trauma porn to me. But I'm not, no, no, this is not a you should watch this movie thing. Don't ever take it like that because that's not I'm not advocating for niggas to watch this movie I'm saying my experience with this movie mm-hmm. it didn't feel like trauma porn to me and I I felt like it was done in a way that was handled well like i.e. straight people didn't write this but if I don't ever see it again, it won't have any effect on my life. Because again, I didn't well, watch good, it intentionally to I'm begin with. <laughs> I didn't watch it intentionally to begin with. And if I never see it again, bitch, I didn't even watch them. No. I'm okay. Because it's not like I'm, I, it's not one of those movies that's like, oh my God, I have to watch Palmer all over again. Nah, I don't give a fuck about it. Like, no, I'm good. <laughs> it was like The Blind Side, where it was just like a movie that happened. It's not bad. It's not great. I'm it's good on that one, too. We don't trust the Sandra or the Bullock. I saw Nah, she makes me uncomfortable as well. I she just makes me nervous. She, she doesn't makes me make nervous. me uncomfortable. She's just very white, and just we like... don't do the bullock. <laughs> Unless it's Miss Congeniality, that's the only time. I don't, I don't have uh-uh. any feelings about Sandra Bullock. She's a very unassuming white woman. Like I just don't, I don't have. Feelings. I know that's what makes me uncomfortable. I'm okay on that. I need to know. I need to know one way or another. I can't afford surprises at this point in my life. I can't afford to be invested, be like, you know what? I actually really like you, and you do something fucked up. You told the line too well, Missy, and I just See, that's just it. it. I don't get invested in nobody, and that's you, why you it sit don't on that fence, and you're gonna fall on it. You better you gotta pick a side, girl. You need to pick it publicly so I know how to invest my coins into your career. I get you. Mm-mm. Moving on, Portia and Dennis was fighting on that show that she and they, yes for whatever. <laughs> Oh, he beat that girl's ass, and that is so fucked up. I I didn't I didn't watch I didn't see that episode. The clips I saw, I'm I'm gonna say I'm specifically saying I didn't see the episode because 
I only saw clips. And the clips I saw, it did appear that Dennis hit this girl first. Yeah. But you also see Portia openly disrespecting his mama. Not to say that that justifies somebody getting hit, but it did appear that Dennis was the aggressor. Yeah. I mean, even if you even if he wasn't the aggressor in this situation, the thing is, is that at the end of the day, there are cameras around and you are not only a man, but you are a black man. Yep. And you cannot put yourself in that kind of position, especially because you have things on the line and a child that because of things like this, you may lose contact with. Mm-hmm. Like you have shit to lose. You can't be in these situations. You should not have gone on that trip. Yeah. So you shouldn't have gone on that trip. Portia did her whole, I'm taking accountability. I don't even care about them too, because shit gets interesting when Simon gets involved. Oh God. So Simon said what her pappy gotta say now. What her <laughs> papa saying? Her sponsor. Her new new. Simon said he posted this black square photo, whatever, that said, Black men, respect is earned, not given. We earn that respect by the way we treat our children's mothers, by not disrespecting them privately or publicly. Otherwise, we perpetuate the cycle of abuse. The caption to that said, no man or woman should promote the narrative that abuse is ever okay. For those who are unfamiliar with what abuse means, abuse is when someone causes us harm or distress. It can take many forms ranging from disrespect to causing someone physical or mental pain. When we excuse this behavior, it is the equivalent of putting a, putting a lipstick on a dog. Let's elevate the conversation in our community. I mean, so, yeah, he had me up to the lipstick on a dog because I think yeah, he meant to say pig. lipstick on a pig. Yeah, the saying is a lipstick right. on a pig. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in his country, it's a dog. So then, Jalen Banks, who if you're not familiar, that is the guy that Fallon just had a baby with, mm-hmm. said, now come on, let's be real. You caused mental pain to Fallon, your ex-wife, publicly and privately, something I've never commented on. I think he has, but whatever. Out of respect for Fallon, you have no room to speak. She is still healing from trauma to this day. You should think about that before addressing a message toward Black men. So then there was someone who responded to him. This shit is messy. Oh my God. (laughs) There's someone who responded to Jalen Banks that said, So her getting pregnant by you while married to him didn't cause him pain, especially mentally. You are faulty. You have no room to talk. Fallon then jumped in the chat and was like, it shouldn't have, seeing how he was already sleeping with other people before we separated and before I got pregnant. Then Simon came back, talking about y'all bitches ain't learned nothing. (laughs) And Jalen was like, what we supposed to learn? Because we don't need your little chump change. We good over here, bitch. Didn't you miss your baby's birthday party because you was out there getting Portia's name tattooed on your shoulder? Maybe you should shut the fuck up. Like, Jesus. <laughs> it was a whole ass mess out here. This is just... Oh, my God. Simon... Uh, he just needs to... 
everybody just needs to sit down in their own corners and think about what they got. Statement, and I have to read it because this shit made me chuckle. The disrespect continues after cheating with the help for a whole year before filing divorce, having a baby by the jobless help, and living off and having a child whose very welfare today depends on my money. The disrespect and ingratitude never ends. Both of y'all have learned absolutely nothing. Jesus. And then Jalen was like, bitch, we got money over here. Fuck your little coins. He said, he said, we ain't living off your chump change. That's remember that comment that he made about lipstick with the uh, uh, uh on lipstick a dog. On yeah. Well, on a dog. I'm sorry. Lipstick on a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. There's many shades and many dogs in this world, Simon. You it's might want to stop. It's a lot For, cool. You, you made this bold ass statement and then turn around, get get your feathers ruffled, which I understand you got your feathers ruffled, but you respond in that way and do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Belittle your baby mama on social media. Yeah. Like you've been doing this entire time. Like yep. stop it. Literally did exactly what you just accused Dennis of doing. Like, come on now, Papa. If you don't sit your ass down, go play somebody's golf, get you a little pint of Royal Canadian and rest. Happening. It was just so much yeah. going on. It was too much. It's like, you're too old for this. How do you even know how to work Instagram, sir? Be on there. He be on there. What what is his name? Simon what? Simon, it's African. I don't want to mispronounce it, so I'm not going to. To bring a moment of levity. How old is Portia's man? (laughs) Not how old is Portia's man. (laughs) 57. These these Google searches be so funny. (laughs) I live for it because I straight up talk to her like she's six and she'd just be like, got you, girl. It's right here. She, Simon is 57, just to let you know, girl. Are you yes. hungry? No, I'm okay. Well, good. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Moment of levity to the situation before we get jump back into the nonsense. Cause I'm almost done. I don't have much energy left for this bullshit. There's too much going on. But have y'all been seeing these Elmo Rocco memes and how Rock I don't so yeah this is the thing right i don't know why this shit started to resurface my kids are afraid of well my oldest was afraid of elma because she don't like puppets and shit but they're kind of creepy they are it almost always freaked out the little one don't really give a fuck about nothing because y'all know because she'll just fight it she don't give a fuck about shit but um i remember seeing the episode where Zoe was having that birthday party for Elmo and for uh for Rocco and Elmo was like not Rocco. Like <laughs> he was so over it. These Elmo Rocco memes have been sending me. <laughs> it's been a mess. Which I did not know. So I have multiple siblings who are old enough to have watched this beef unfold. Therefore, I watched Sesame Street at times, not the whole yeah. time. With her. And I'm like, when did this happen? Because this made I've this seen a lot of this unfold because my kids were young enough to be watching Sesame Street while this shit was going on. Because I remember when they added Zoe, which is why I started turning on Sesame Street for Brooklyn because I thought she would like Zoe. She didn't because she don't like that. But I saw a lot of this beef unfold. Now, I, if I'm not mistaken, Granted, I'm a little drunk right now. And also, it's been quite a while since I've been I think Zoe was an orphan. 
If I'm not mistaken, yeah, there was it was something like Zoe was different the, about her. It was a different orphan, experience. The one where her parents were in jail or something. Wait, I thought she was the one that had diabetes. They always no. got some of you on I don't think that's Zoe. This, this person got, you know. Yeah, it's always somebody has something. <laughs> now Sesame has Street is like good times except happier. Like they is. actually have some good times. <laughs> now I have to. It says Zoe came on in 1993. Mm-hmm. Uh, she <laughs> created to help balance what was then a predominantly male cast of Muppets. Okay. Um, I don't know if she has like any sort of like thing about her other than the fact that she's female. There's something, something about her, I swear. Abby in Wonderland. Because Zoe was Abby at first. Okay. She was Abby first, and they switched her to be Zoe. She, she was originally unclothed, and she started wearing a tutu, successful ballet. She has Is she a, autistic? It's something like that. There's a dance video. Maybe she's not. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. She has transitional objects. She was in foster care. Okay. <clears throat> Rocco was her transitional object from her from the group home to her foster home. Her transitional object? A lot of foster kids have that. Okay. That's a oh, thing. I get you now. Okay, I'm there. Yeah. I'm like reading. Wait a minute. So you mean to tell me that Elmo is beefed out with a stuffed animal? Oh my god! I'm about to like he's like, a Calm down. No, with an actual rock. Oh, okay. Because he's very much like, what are you talking about? Like, it's yeah. I saw that shit on Twitter. It's like really niggas. This is what we have to do. Like, this is the best thing we can do with our time, and then sat there for like an hour cracking. No, that shit is hilarious because. When uh she was like, it's Rocco's where he said, What? <laughs> <laughs> He's so mad. It's so funny. When he told Zoe that this one day was over and he was going to Alaska, he was like, Fuck you, bitch. I'm done. <laughs> so the first so, meme I-, I had seen. Oh, I'm sorry, Aaron. Go ahead. I was gonna say Rocco has been on the show since 1999. So this has been going on for 23 years. Rocco has been on Elmo's last nerve for years. Elmo said, I'm gonna set your mama flag on fire talking about hey now. He walked in it, the funniest one. He came in and he's like, he was talking to Telly's pet rat or hamster or some shit. Like, oh my god, he's so cute. Like going on and on. So it was like, what about Rocco? He said, hi, Rocco. And just kept going about his life. He was so done. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was just a complete fucking mess. It's like, you niggas on Twitter are just stupid. But thank you, for your, thank you for your contributions to pop culture because I love it. The only it other thing that has happened in the last week on Twitter that has been hilarious to me is that people have discovered, which I discovered about five, six years ago when I was high, that if you <laughs> slow Anita Baker down just a touch, she sounds like Michael McDonald's, and it is crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but niggas on Twitter just discovered this, but my high ass discovered this shit years ago. <laughs> no, that's been, yeah, that's been a thing. Niggas, yeah, that's been a thing. It's, I've done that with, um, I did that with my fantasy albums, like, oh my God. 
No, it's great. It's fan fucking tastic. But yeah. so many people, especially younger people, are just discovering this. They also did. Yeah, they probably also because they didn't get as many drugs as we did, or listen to Anita Baker while high. Yeah, they're like, who is this? What else do I want to talk about? Because it's a lot of bullshit, but I also don't care. Oh, um, the girl Dylan Gonzalez has officially accused Trey Songs of rape. Okay. He his lawyer has said that this did not happen, and they're going to trust the legal process and blah blah blah. We have talked about Trey Songs and all his multiple. She said that he raped her in a very popular hotel in Las Vegas. And every girl that has come out has been triggering to her to relive when he raped her. But, you know, he says it didn't happen, whatever. We've talked about how it is a complicated time to be a Trey Songs fan. So, yeah. I mean, I wasn't really a fan. <laughs> I was I was a huge Trey Songs fan, but I can't like, say that I've actively listened to his. I haven't intentionally actively listened to his music in in a while. Yeah, same here. Because it's yeah, like I, mean, it's, I I can't completely cancel you because you haven't been convicted of anything. But I also don't want to contribute to you having resources to continuously abuse people yeah i mean it's hey i'm kind of preparing myself like to wean myself off of it yeah i'm prepared to have the trey songs funeral and go about my day i'm preparing myself for the day i have to bury trey songs and it just is what it is there is a way around this. Like the whole concept and idea about it is like not putting money in these people's pockets. Like you just illegally download it and yeah. nobody gets paid. That is <laughs> awesome. but that also insinuates that I'm not lazy and I'm going to actually do that. <laughs> I hate to be the person that poses a scenario here or plays devil advocate, but Trey Songs did not write a lot of what he was saying. He, did. Like, he wrote some of it, but not all of it. He didn't as write most of it. He didn't write most of it, as opposed to R. Kelly, who did write all of it. So yeah, oddly enough, Trey Songs does have a song written by R. Kelly. <laughs> I mean, everybody, yeah, everybody. everybody. At the time, everybody. I don't, yeah. I don't listen to that song for two reasons. One, it's not the best song, but also it's it's written by R. Kelly. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't it's not the greatest song either. No, I'm, I'm, hey, we'll see what happens. Um, you know? Drake is, there's a woman that is suing Drake for saying that he put hot sauce in a condom. Yeah. I'm, okay, I was, <laughs> I kept seeing allusions to it, but I never, I, this is my first time actually. He's saying it that, that he put hot sauce in the condom when they were fucking. And then Drake posted this, a selfie in the couch. No, it was, this is what it was, because it's worse than just when we were fucking. Okay. Drake fucked this girl, nutted in the condom, pulled the condom off, put hot sauce in the condom, thinking that it would kill the sperm to for, prevent her from putting the sperm and, and inseminating herself 
Oh, that. the bitch tried to inseminate herself oh, and started goodness. screaming in pain. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you just flush the condom down the toilet? This isn't a. This isn't his fault. If he wants to put well, hot sauce in the con- in his condom and throw it away, he can do that. Why are you going and pulling the condom out of the trash and trying to shove it up your vag? It's not his fault, but still, the, if the toilet is right there, like, right, don't put right condoms there. down the toilet. Condoms aren't supposed to go down the toilet. They're not supposed to. No. I did know that, so it's like, okay, girl. And she came out talking about she's trying to sue. You dumbass bitch. You put his spicy nut on your vagina and thought you was going to be cute and get a coin. Yeah. No. I just and I, I hate saying that about people, but this is actually what the fuck it was. It but was. You burned your own cooch. I didn't even know this was the case. I kept seeing like Drake and Hot Sauce and tweets. And it's a, it's a rumor. Yeah. I, I thought he like, 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 I, my mind was thinking like, oh, he picked up his, his personal favorite that was like, not what the crowd would like. Oh, I like I like Frank's Red Hot. up here on hot wings. I yeah. think what makes it funnier to me is that Drake then posted a carousel of photos and the caption said, you can have your 15 minutes. I'll take the other 23 hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> The fact that she even brought this to the internet and the fact that she even said she was going to try and sue him is both laughable and asinine. Ma'am, you are unhinged and you need help. And also you need to tell the world that Drake practices safe sex. Like Uh, and and apparently puts hot sauce in it afterwards. I just this whole (laughs) I can't get over that. And I was so I was like, so you just yank a bottle of you just got a bottle of Frank's Red Hot on your nightstand and just ready like every time of this lady. Like, what are we doing? Next time you with your man, and if he start eating shit like wings and fried fish before y'all have sex, beware because there might be a packet of hot sauce lurking around. You know what? I was just thinking about the logistics of that. So, like, let's say like. This the hot sauce and this the condom. You got to get like the tip of it in there. Which means that she she had to have seen this. Well, no way. She said she went to the bathroom. He went to the bathroom and she went after him. So So she so he took the condom and the the hot sauce in the bathroom to do this. Apparently, which I'm also like, wouldn't that turn the the, his sperm red? And wouldn't you be concerned at that point? like one is like obviously she's not that bright if she came to the internet with the original story (laughs) let alone because that's so much effort on his part but also this would be bright fucking red bitch if you put bright red sperm in your vagina you the dumbass bitch out this month like maybe she was like oh his nuts a little bloody maybe that's best for the baby like i don't know she sounded like you already brought this story to us we get to run wild with accusations at this point that shit when i read that when i read it because when i initially i read it i thought the same thing was like why would drake put like fuck a girl with hot sauce like that's fucked up and i'm thinking like oh this is sociopathic all of these things right and then to read the like the alleged instagram post was like oh wait this nigga's just a fucking weirdo who put hot sauce in a, in, in a condom 
to prevent this woman from stealing his sperm. And she actually tried to steal his sperm. You can't write this, bitch. Some Agatha Christie, who, bitch? <laughs> it had to be another way. It had to be like... Because uh, I never saw the, the post where she said all that. I never was able to find it. All this shit is weird, though. The whole thing is just... It's loud. just, why hot sauce? Why not, like, peroxide, alcohol? Rubbing like, alcohol. Like a household bathroom product, like... This nigga walking around with a fucking bulk size pack of kitchen magic hot sauce and shit. As if, as if we don't have like household products in that size. Like they travel size bleach. <laughs> like nigga, why didn't you just rinse it out at that point? That's what I was so thinking. So many things. Why not just run water in the shit so it goes down the sink? Why yes. are you doing this? Well, if this actually happened, ma'am, you deserve that. And also, why are you fucking bitches that you don't trust to the point that you're doing this weird ass shit? Like, no. there's so up, many questions here. Oops. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this might be a lived lesson. <laughs> That's awful. Oops. On that um, note. I don't think I have anything else I give a fuck about to talk about. Because it's too much. Niggas is wild this week. I don't really have any else. Let's go to the next segment. Well, did y'all see that Jamie Lynn Spears is going to be on Good Morning America tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, I did not see that. I did. That's why I said I was Zoe from 101. I was um, sitting down with Zoe from 101 to get the 411. Yeah, Miss Jamie Lynn Spears mm-hmm. is going to do an interview with Good Morning America and her white Brittany, power suit. Brittany then post. Brittany did well. She unfollowed her sister. Yeah, she posted a picture of her completely naked except for a lace choker and knee high socks. Yes, which whatever I don't care about that. But then she also today just before this recording posted a photo of a typewriter with roses next to it and the caption said should I start from the beginning <laughs> oh mama's about to tell this story and all you hoes getting dragged this is going to like this free like her the ending of her conservatorship is going to be interesting yeah as well as the Nichelle Nichols like both of these situations um, mm-hmm. I just mama's gonna it's, start talking and people lot. are gonna be mad about it yeah it's gonna um, be a lot of shit that comes out that people didn't want out well yeah definitely that it's um, not because at this point because she had this whole thing about her birthday how it was the first birthday dinner in like years that she got to really enjoy where she went out with her fiance or her, fiance, her husband now like, yeah and it's like this birthday dinner was like life-changing and it didn't even sound like anything that spectacular but it was like life-changing for her so yeah i'm about to drag all you hoes while y'all scraggly ass edges what I need for her to do is um, get the therapy she needs and stop inviting us in right now. Like she needs to, she needs to take some time and self-reflect and really make some healthy boundaries for herself before she 
uh, continues to before she continues to keep exposing herself to the world in a way that was a detriment to her before. She might already be doing that. I wouldn't be surprised if she wasn't already doing that. I just need her off off of social media for a bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. take your time, come out with your yo, come out for real, for real with your your uh, biography. Come out, come, you know, come out and make a cute point off of it, but you need to take your time. This is very fresh, still very new. You need to take your time. I think, but see, I hear that and I understand that and I understand why you feel that way, but I think that to me, it this seems like a woman fully aware and in control of her faculties who at 40 years old is just now able to do what she wants to do. Yeah. No, so I get that. it may be a little bit overexposure. I don't think that she's unaware of what comes with this. You know what I'm saying? I because she's been this for so that. fucking long. And then she talks about her therapist and her, you know what I'm saying? She talks about all of that. I don't think that she's unaware of what comes, what could, what the potential outcome of what she's doing could be. I just think that she doesn't give a fuck anymore. Um, mama needs, mama needs to, she needs to rest and she needs to come out with a badass biography. Like tell us, that, make us pay for the story at the very least. Like you went through the trauma, at least make you point off of it. I get it. This is and and Miss Jamie Lynn Spears needs to shut her ass up. The fuck, shut the whole fuck ass. She really get drugged. She will tomorrow's going. It's going to be her wedding day. Death. Oh my god, I can't remember what um, matrimony's thing was. Never mind. It's going to be her (laughs) day of death. Like the internet, like Twitter's going to drag her within an inch of her white pantsuit and. 90s crimped hair. I'm sorry, yeah. early 2000s crimped hair, wrong decade. Yeah. I just need, yeah, it's this is a this is a lot. And I think this is a lot. And I think it's time for Brittany to because her entire career has been so um such a focus for media and her entire life has just been such a focus for media where, you know, we looked up and same people that were like talking mad dog ass shit on her making a coin. We're now like talking about free Britney. Mm-hmm. Like Britney Spears has never had a time outside of the limelight, outside of the criticism, outside of yeah. being in the conversation. And I think right now is probably the most important time for her to not be the conversation. Okay. And come back when you can curate that conversation. It's just... I saw that and then I saw her trying to sing and I'm like this I'm not gonna lie to y'all part of me is like this lady is unhinged I hate to say it no shame no have y'all wait a minute have y'all seen the remixes where they take Britney's vocals yes yeah <laughs> but I'm a Karen Clarkshi I saw that <laughs> nigga I hate Oh my gosh, but I tell you that, like, we talked about this last time. I feel like we did. She just needs to get into in the studio with some. I'm, I would like some new music from Britney, but I would I like want new Britney. I want it to be on her terms and with some black producers. That's yep. it. <laughs> that I want as well. 
I hope someone has seen it in their kind heart to, to start sending her those remixes and seeing like the potential of what's there. Mm-hmm. So she... <laughs> yeah, I just want my mom to take a nice little nap, little sit down. Yeah. Take some time at the beach. Go live in a beach house for a couple of years. Just rest. You've been through enough. Um, on that note, how are y'all feeling? How are you feeling, Aaron? I'm feeling good. Um, I really have no update per se just um i am continually frustrated with um some of our government some of our public systems particularly i have been trying to get a a covid test for the past couple of weeks now um i got one i did not get the results from it i got another one i'm waiting for the results of it um i have not had any symptoms i have not had any cause for concern but i would just like to know like you know i'm, I'm i would still like to have some kind of a social life i would still kind of like to be out and about but yeah. i have no idea whether i have it or not because you know oh you 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 may have it but you asymptomatic or your your symptoms might be like like every time i open the fucking window i start sneezing because because mm-hmm. my whole life, I, you know, <laughs> cold air makes me sneeze. But right. is that cold air making me sneeze or is it Omicron making me sneeze? Hmm, let me go get a test and find out. But I go get a test. I ain't got no results. So I am frustrated by that. I'm also just kind of frustrated with um, um, the New York City mayor, Eric Adams, because every time I look up, he's saying some dumb shit, doing some dumb shit. idiot. What really kills me is and I don't want to get too deep into it, but when you look at him and the Chicago mayor, who are also doing some dumb shit, mm-hmm. white, not, I'll say non-Black people, but white people especially, like, they have the leeway and carte blanche to just be saying anything about them. And I understand there is a level of criticism that needs to be held against these public figures. I well know that at having worked for one before, but the way some white people be talking about them sometimes, I'm just like, mm, I feel like y'all just saying like, like diet hard R at you. Mm-hmm. You're, just like, yeah. you're just like one tweet away from like, from calling some of these people. And that's what really makes me frustrated is that like- Diet racism. <laughs> yeah. Like is, is, is you do have like, yes, he's a person in power, but, but are you just using that as an excuse to kind of like get your diet racism off? So um, that's where I'm at. Personally, I'm good. A lot of things in the world are frustrating. So Um, I'm kind of in the same place as you. Like on a personal front, nothing is happening. Nothing's really changed or updated or anything like that. I've decided to, because the one thing I didn't talk about, what I meant to, and I didn't, was Tucker Carlson saying, like, fuck trying to actually do news. I'm just going to call Nancy Pelosi Michael Jackson. Like, it's like weird shit like that is happening. And that's kind of like, where do we live, you know? But... I am taking a little weekend trip this weekend um, just to kind of give myself some space to think and kind of give myself a little clarity, but it's not like seasonal depression hasn't really hit me this year, which I'm thankful for. It's just kind of been like minor frustrations, but nothing that I can't get over within the next hour or so. 
Okay. No, that's fair. I understand that. It's like this temperamental, like moment of reaction. Yeah. That's kind of where I've been at. It's like, it's been like today was incredibly frustrating, which we talked about it before we started. We kind of talked about what today looked like for me. Yeah. And it was like, it was frustrating, but a couple hours after I was over it. So it's, it's just been like minor irritations and annoyances, but nothing like life altering, which is great because normally this time of year, I'm like a fucking mess and I'm falling all over myself because I haven't had sun and everything is stupid. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I've come a long way from where I used to be, where I was like, and I, you know, but I don't know. I don't really have anything to update. I don't have anything. It's kind of just what it's been, you know? Yeah, just like same shit, different day. Yeah. But 10 degrees colder. That's the only difference. It was a whole ass 12 degrees here today. And I was like, you niggas are disrespectful. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? I think it was like, yeah, it was about that here too. I was like, ugh, Jesus. Mm-mm. Um, I'm in a good place but it's still this very strange and kind of emotional place um so betty white's like for real for real in all seriousness um betty white's death really did fuck me up um so i've been i didn't get a chance to watch snl the day that they replayed that episode because i was obviously at work but um i watched you know some of the clips earlier and it was just just watching this woman work and thinking about just how funny and how quick she was even up to the day. Um, And thinking about like, not just her, but like all of the influences and being like a a child of that, child of that Nick at Night generation. Mm -hmm. So immediately like after that, a clip of Betty White, um, Carol Channing, Lucille Ball, and I can't remember the gentleman, but the three people that I grew up like watching on almost a nightly basis and across various shows and movies, we're all sitting on a platform playing a fucking game of password. Right. And Lucille Ball, like, um, she takes too long to say, to, to try and get her, um, what, God, what are those? To give her uh, clues. Why is the word clue so hard? <laughs> Try and give her clues to Carol Channing and they buzz her and Betty White immediately goes, you don't buzz a legend, right? Yeah. And it got me to thinking about like Valerie Harper and Mary Tyler Moore and Carol Burnett and Vicki Lawrence and this is a fuck ton of white women, but it was Nick at Night when I was a kid and it was all, it was all <laughs> white women at the time but they were all very fun they were all talented um but how you trust they well you almost because i was going to throw in dixie carter Mm. couldn't you couldn't really (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) or even gene smart delta burke like these white women whose senses of comedy and style and the way that um they brought themselves to these characters and how that like just inspired me and kind of helped me to become the person that I am. Um, like my reads are very, my reads are very Julia Sugarbaker. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're long-winded, they're unnecessary. We paint a picture, but it is good and it is done. Like 
it just got me in this moment of um, one feeling grateful to be able to see these kinds of, see these people even in like newer things because by the time that I'm gonna say no Lucille Ball when did Lucille Ball die in the 80s like 1988 it was late 80s okay yeah. and then Carol Channing I think was next she Carol Channing died recently like I thought so yeah so most of these people most of these people are are dying fairly recently out of so, the every everybody you just named Carol uh no Carol Burnett and Vicky Lawrence are the only ones that, that are still alive yeah everybody else is dead yeah. No, uh, Delta Burke is still alive. Gene Smart's still alive. Amy yeah, Potts. They're very young, though. They're yeah. But ha- being able to see these legends and see them like act in even newer things, because everybody's been an episode of Law and Order, yeah. um, it made me want to go back and rewatch these people's like bodies of work and just kind of get back into these people and what they do. And what made them so funny and maybe try and pull, um, just kind of pull from them. You know what I mean? Like comedic timing and just these quick remarks and that wit. Like it just, I'm in a very like, I'm in a kind of creative mood. And in order for me to like fulfill this, I want to make sure that I'm embracing all of the, most applicable references um so i'm excited but i'm also like there's this like feeling of i don't know like longing because all of these women are dead but once again i can go back and watch law and order and see all of them in an episode at some point um so yeah it's it's a very interesting day it's been a very and then i watched i love new york which just nothing inspired me (laughs) hootie was hot though Pootie was hot. Pootie was hot. He had a nice body and he had a fat ass. And they deemed him for that. They're like, his ass is too big. It's like a girl. It's like, yes, it is. You dumb bitch. That's what I really don't even remember what these niggas look like. (laughs) Oh, I when I was rewatching this, I said, oh my goodness. I I didn't rewatch I love New York. Fine ass men on here. I haven't rewatched New York. I do remember. My younger years thinking Tango was fine, but I don't remember. I don't know if I would think that now. See, that's the thing. I used to think that Tango was fine too, but that was because Tango looked like Fubu. Like he looked like the yeah. living embodiment. Of that's what I'm movie. saying. I don't know if I would see him now and think he was fine, but I remember I mean, thinking he was fine then. I saw a recent picture and it was like, all right, you got a little beer. You ain't looking bad. Daddy. Oh, is he still kind of fine. Okay. He kind of fine. He ain't like, I don't want to say punk. He ain't like punk. He I'm was like, never fine to me. He was just. I, I like punk. I was like, oh, this beefy, light skinned nigga with curly he hair. Was, he was just, I don't know, like that guy was never. A, but remember, I went to high school. So I saw that guy all the time. Yeah. And he was never my cup of tea. That's fair. I. Oh. You know, he, he was a pretty boy that knew he was pretty. Yeah. <clears throat> And I've also met him in person. He's very sweet. He's a very sweet man because he used to come to H&M all the time when he was with Jennifer Hudson. Mm-hmm. He used to come in when I worked in all the time. Very, very nice person. I just never, I never thought he was fine. Like, you know, I don't know. He just, I don't know. Maybe because like, 
and with him yeah. on the show and then meeting him in person it's just like this like sweet customer so it's like hard for me to like think of him that way he doesn't have any sex appeal that's what it not is. at all not i don't me. know y'all didn't did y'all see him on wwe yeah oiled up just but again, by the time he was picking in, up other men, writhing his body against theirs, all but just this is it. Sexy by the time he was in WWE, it was he was coming in the store regularly. So I had different interactions with him. So it's still like I it just never was able to transition into sex symbol for me because of my interactions with him. No, that's fair. No, I always thought punk was fine as fuck. And then he treated Jennifer Hudson like a dog. He was sweet to her when they got along. When they got along. That was the thing. Now he got her ass out here singing fucking respect. Never mind. I'm not going to get into that. Um, On that note, y'all, I want to wish each and every one of you a great, lovely, kind, peaceful, prosperous life. Um, Night, not life. Well, life too. Why the fuck? Life and night. All of that. (laughs) I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to us every week. Just make sure to click the like the follow share um you can click the links in all of our bios for all of the things that we do i am lee from the d <laughs> you i got a throat stuff? thing happening no. and it's congestion i'm congested and who yeah. are y'all <laughs> i'm aaron formerly of the d now at nyc and i'm rocco out here getting on niggas nerves <laughs> <laughs> And this has been uh, Blacks Like Us. Y'all have a good night. Stay blessed. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.